got pro players calling us out, and that's just like baffling. I'm, I'm looking at my phone, and the number one player in the world's calling you out, saying you don't respect the rules. That's absolutely asinine. If everything goes south from here, it'll all have been worth it. And the pro players know it's there, right? Because here's the thing. They're not only some of them playing with it, they're asking me for it. Hey, send me the highest grit legacy pro. What? What? It's very uncontrollable. It's very, you can hear it. You know, it's not a, a huge issue for any of the companies when it comes to the number of paddles in the market. But, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely something that needs to be stomped out of the game. We didn't want another marshmallow. You know, quite frankly, there's a ton of marshmallows on the, on the market. Some companies own all the marshmallows, right? We didn't want a marshmallow, right? We didn't want that. We'll leave them to have the marshmallow. If that's what control looks like, we'll leave it to them. Ours hits like a machine. All right, so it's early 2023 and legacy paddles are flying off the shelf. Pros are using it, various YouTube channels are reviewing it and sales are going through the roof. But then Paddlegate 2.0. Sound familiar? It all started when USA Pickleball banned a release of Carbon's paddles back in May of 2022. After that was over, everything seemed fine. Until recently, many of these smaller brands have been drawn into the spotlight and some even over pending legal discourse. Chris Dickert, the co-founder of Legacy Pickleball, is actually one of them. While they have not been called upon by USA Pickleball for any violations, there have been accusations made by other parties outside of this regulatory committee. These accusations, whatever the speculations and allegations may be, put this man's company and ability to provide for his family financially in jeopardy. Stick around until the end to hear more on why Chris does this, who he does it for, and the origination of his saying, bet on yourself. It gets a little emotional. Hey, what's going on, Chris? Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, bud. Yeah, for sure. Um, can you tell me a little about yourself as well as Legacy Pickleball, your brand? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, my name's Chris Dickert. Uh, I'm from Alabama. Um, I grew up in Alabama, went to school at the University of Alabama. You know, been a, playing pickleball probably about three and a half, four years myself as a tournament player. Um, Legacy is our little love child. Um, you know, it kind of started uh, randomly. Um, I was playing in Atlanta and my little girl uh, was with me and uh, I, I was testing the waters at pro and uh, I was getting whipped out there on the court. And I look over my little girl is just hanging out with uh, some of the uh, pros and uh, she's a big fan of Annalie Waters and uh, she's, she's five now, but at the time she was four. And, um, you know, we, we kind of just enjoyed the moment, uh, later, uh, a company or a couple of companies kind of approached us about maybe sponsoring my little girl and, uh, kind of building a brand around her, uh, maybe doing some per paddles, you know, and making her kind of the face of the, of the junior paddles, look kind of like an, the next kind of like Annalie Waters, if you will. And, um, you know, I, I think I, I made the mistake of telling her, Hey, sweetheart, we're, we're going to look at making a paddle for you and uh, put your name on it. And, uh, you know, when we got down towards the end of it, it just seemed like, you know, for me, I'm all about family. And uh, the way it worked out was it was probably better for her if, if we did it ourselves. And so I had to make a decision as a dad to either honor my word or uh, just disappoint my little girl. And uh, that, that wasn't going to happen. So we went to bat working on uh, the first uh, junior carbon fiber paddle and uh, we named it prodigy and um, you know we we really have tried to make a paddle for the juniors and the super juniors we're trying to coin the term super juniors for the kids that are four to eight years old and uh, bring them into the game ellie's been playing probably since she was i don't know maybe one you know she she started out with a little selkirk novelty paddle and uh, kind of went from there, got her a little one-shot paddle, and it, it was pretty cool. And then, um, you know, now she's five, but she's very athletic, you know, and she can handle herself dinking real well and, and, and hitting backhands and forehands. And, you know, so I wanted to build a tool 
for the super juniors and juniors that uh, was, you know, a, a training tool, not just another paddle with a name on it to flip paddles and sell paddles. And um, that was important for me, you know, because I've coached a lot of sports over the years. My kids, um, you know, I have three children. They're all super athletic. And uh, for me, you know, I wanted to do something for the junior program and the, the super juniors. And, you know, it was an untapped market. You know, I wanted to make sure that we – we got in and we made a difference in that environment. And so uh, her and I started looking at tons of different, you know, looks. And uh, she probably went through 1,500 different designs and she settled in on a rainbow glittery paddle. And uh, I think I got one right here. Matter of fact, this is a, a copy of it. And, uh, you know, we, we named it the Prodigy and we put a little name on it, Ellie Dickert Series. But it's a... Uh, a carbon fiber paddle it's smooth carbon fiber so it's not it's not raw carbon fiber but you know for us we wanted to make something that we knew would be forgiving and it was a little bigger it had a longer handle so kids could start developing a two-handed backhand at an early age and um you know the thing i i know about children and kids after coaching um if they have some success they're having fun right and if they're not having success then they're probably not going to have come back to the game you know so i was a baseball player growing up and uh you take a kid into the uh um, hitting cages and they, man they miss 10 balls in a row they're probably not having fun you know they go home and they're like mom and i stink at baseball you know and they probably don't want to come back right so for some of the paddles that we found out on the market um you know it just seemed like they weren't real training tools you know i i, I play 5-0 I'm not the best player out there, but I couldn't control some of those paddles, you know. And so if I couldn't control it, how's my four and five year old going to control it? Right. And so it was really more about novelty at that point versus, you know, application and, and predicting and practicality and stuff. So we, we tried to change that and we're, we're just getting started on that. We've got some pretty cool things coming on that. But, you know, in the process, we knew that we probably needed to uh, build an adult paddle. And so uh, I went to work on that. I took six of the best paddles on the market that I was uh, fans of and uh, I tore them apart. And uh, what I liked about them, I kept and what I didn't like, I fixed. And there were some glaring things that needed to be fixed. And so I fixed them. And, um, you know, indirectly, we came up with a paddle that was pretty dope, you know, and felt like, you know, it, it was going to make a difference in the marketplace. And for us, you know, we named our company Legacy because it was something that we wanted to leave behind for our children, you know, and that's it. You know, I mean, we didn't get into this to make a ton of money. You know, we, really selling paddles was kind of the, the the last thing on our minds, right? It was really about holding my word to my daughter. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, we've got a mission and vision and value statement that we believe in and we want to change the game for the, you know, we want, we want people to gravitate to us because of who we are. And what we stand for, not uh, for a shiny paddle that we made or, you know, we can make any paddle out there. But, um, you know, that's, that's kind of how we got started. Yeah, you're definitely right about children. If they don't find success early, then they just want to move on to the next thing, which is actually funny because adults are the exact same way. And I think that's like why pickleball is what it is now, because a lot of people will play and be like, it's hard, but it's not like impossible. And you kind of remove certain aspects that other sports require, like I think athleticism to a degree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. yeah. yeah I think that's part yeah. of some of the beauty of our sport is you can take a, a five-year-old and a 70-year-old and you don't know who's going to win the match, right? It, it really takes out athleticism to a point, you know. I mean, you can make it as competitive as you want. Obviously, you can run it all the way up to pro. But uh, the majority of the game is at the rec level. You know, if there's 5 million players, probably 4.8 million of them don't play tournaments. So um, it's, it's truly about the social aspect. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's by far the coolest sport out there to me because it takes out race, uh, ethnicity, socioeconomic background. None of that matters, you know. And, and if you peel away everything and it's just a bunch of great people enjoying hitting a wiffle ball back and forth. You know what I mean? It's, it's pretty it's, awesome. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, what paddle were you using before Legacy? So right before Legacy, I was uh, sponsored by Babolat. And uh, before that, I was with Paddletech. And um, I was playing with the Monster Power. And, 
you know, and that was part of the, you know, the, the need for a better paddle, you know, uh, Babylon's a great company, uh, but the technology is just not there uh, in their paddles yet. And uh, it's extremely difficult to play at a high level against these paddles out there that just have stupid grit and um, with, with a paddle that can't keep up with it. And I mean, you know, a lot of people say that the, the tool doesn't matter or the paddle doesn't matter or the, the arrow doesn't matter as the Indian, but I, I tend to believe it's both, you know. And so you can, you know, if it wasn't that way, you'd never see advancements in any sports like golf going from wood to uh, irons to baseball going from wood bats to aluminum i mean it's it's just the nature of the beast so what's different about the junior paddles yeah so um the first thing we did was we made it all one piece you know in the adult paddle um, that was the biggest thing that i found right off the bat was majority of paddles on the market had a, a an inferior build when it came to design you know, the handles would break on an overhead. I uh, probably broke, I don't know, 15, 20 paddles o- over the span of playing just just from hitting overheads and uh, putting so much force into an overhead. And so I wanted to make sure that our junior paddles kind of mimicked our adult paddles in that it was one piece. And so that was the very first thing. You know, then the carbon fiber, uh, it was definitely the first on the market. Uh, another company kind of followed behind us. Uh, and made theirs not far behind us. But, you know, I, I feel like in order to move the needle, you have to bring in different uh, aspects of technology. And it might not be reinventing the wheel, but it definitely has to push the envelope further down the road. And uh, we were very much about being um, legal and adhering to the USAPA rules. That was the biggest thing for me was like, I knew, you know, on the adult paddle, the junior paddle, not so much, obviously, because um, you, you don't see a lot of grit uh, on the junior paddles uh, out there. But in the adult tournament um, area, you're seeing a tremendous amount of friction on the paddles now. And, um, you know, f- for us, we wanted to make sure that our paddle was legal on the grit side. And we wanted to make sure that we used physics behind it to, you know, help the spin rate because I didn't want to come out and be a little fish in a big pond and, and have a paddle that was pushing the illegal limit on grit. And they go, well, we're not going to bust so-and-so and so-and-so because they, they, they donate so much money to the tours and, and USAPA, we're going to pop legacy, right? And, you know, they're the little fish we can, we can use them as an example. And I've heard a couple of pros talk about it, right? The opposite, right? You know, I heard Zane say something about yesterday, about uh, little companies can come out and push the envelope because, man, it's only $50,000 to them, and if they lose it, it's no big deal, right? Well, you know, I, I don't think Zane was really thinking through that because I'm a single dad, right? You know, $50,000, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money I could have put towards my kid's education. So it's even more stringent on us as small companies to do the right thing and for the right reason so that we can succeed in this industry because you know we're we're very expendable being little you know big fishes can come in clean us up come after us try to you know uh lock us down in, in uh court and everything else so you know for us uh we wanted to make sure we did it right and so you know we kind of took gearbox's idea i mean you know you don't have to have friction to spin a ball i mean look at gearbox it's slick as all get out right and it spins a ball fine so there's different physics behind it that if you combine it and you know you don't necessarily have to depend on illegal grit to to spin the ball at a high rpm and so that was kind of what the idea was is how can we design a paddle that the ball dwelled on the face long enough for you to shape it you know to increase the speed and um i feel like we did that you know for our first paddle out on the market i think the legacy pro hit a hit a high mark and um you know, we've got our challenges, obviously, but, um, you know, we're, we're real excited about it and where we're headed. So, Yeah, it's definitely making waves. Uh, I've talked about, I think, the last episode is with uh, Joey B from the Pickleball Exchange. And I've like yeah. talked about Reddit. I've talked about Reddit and I've talked about you and Legacy. And I've just talked about how Legacy is probably the most popular 
post within the subreddit of pickleball right now and yeah. i've said it's, it's like mixed right it's kind of like a double-edged sword like yeah. or like a kind of like a love hate there yeah. are people who are like man i just ordered it and you see it like posts are just flooding yeah. just like i can't wait and on the flip side there is like also where's my paddle three months yeah and you know i've talked about it on the last episode too it's yeah. just like it's not a it's not like a knock at all it's just like there's high demand and joey cleared things up and was like you know there's manufacturing uh like holdups there's things that are kind of like outside of your control yeah. so yeah i want to give you a chance yeah. to shed some light on that um even though you are transparent you send emails you have uh like posts but uh yeah just give you the opportunity to shed some light yeah. on it. you know we grew fast right we we came out october and uh december we had sold out already even before reviews came out because everyone that was in our area was buying the paddle and knew that we had something different right it was just built different and and, and you could feel it when you hit it you could feel it and so we uh, were approved in September and, um, you know, a couple months down the road, the Carbon Power Series comes out right behind ours. This is very similar to ours. Uh, it was very apparent that our factory was not the most um, loyal when it came to intellectual property. And so um, lesson learned, you know, uh, Carbon's a great company, um, but, you know, we felt like we 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 brought something out that was you know different and so uh right after that you saw vatic six zero coming out and you know er everybody has their different opinion on who brought it to the table as far as the thermal forming and all that but needless to say you know in december we sold out uh some reviews came out they were really good um on the 26th of december we sold out i had a rush order coming in came in on the third before the third even got in we had already sold out of that shipment that came in which was triple the amount that we had ordered prior so i rushed another shipment before uh, um, the uh, factories went into um, their holiday for 20 days uh, their chinese new year and that was really the huge issue was planning accordingly for that right and so you know being in the industry probably last april you might know about that and i was not prepared for the demand you know um and so we rushed another order in we went into back order status shut down uh pre-orders and then dropped the price just as a convenience to our customers because look we're, we're not trying to make a bunch of money on people we wanted to make affordable paddle um you know we struggle with that in itself because people say oh it's 150 dollars you know it's a good value at 150 but they look at paddles that are 250 and go, man, those must be really good paddles. Well, you know, actually our paddle could sell for 250 Our paddle could sell for 300 You know, it's not because we're a small company or we're new to the market. We could have came out and put the price at 299 and people would have still bought it, right? Because they like expensive things. And so that's not who we are. You know, we're family oriented. And so, you know, the, the demand got so high so quickly that, you know, we were prepared in February for the uh, shipments to come. There was a delay at the factory because not only was our demand getting higher, Carbon's demand got higher, Six Zero's demand got higher, Vatic's demand got higher. So now all of a sudden, the factory that is pushing the thermoforming paddles is at max capacity, right? And so they got to make a decision on who do we cater to? Do we cater to the bigger company and carbon? Do we cater to smaller companies? Do we, do we try to balance it out? So they started, I feel like trying to balance this all out and, and try to keep us all happy. And so they started cutting our, our supplies. And so we, at the same time, started looking at some issues in the marketplace with the delaminations. And so in some of the colder areas, we were noticing that not only us, but a some other companies, the thermoforming companies, were dealing with some issues around delamination where the glue's coming undone from the core. And it's making this paddle a little bit more powerful in some instances. Some instances it's making it dead. And um, we immediately went into, okay, we got to fix this issue because we don't want it to become an issue, right? And, you know, listen, paddles are not made to be played in 35 degree weather. If you put glue, in a freezer, it's going to crack. 
if you put glue in, in a heater or you go put it in a truck in Alabama at 100 degrees outside, it's going to turn into 150 degrees and the glue is going to start to melt. Don't leave them in your car in extreme weather. Don't don't leave it outside. Don't, try not to play in 35 degree weather for long because not only are you playing with a paddle that's cold with a cold face, you're playing with a cold core and you're playing with a ball that gets harder in the cold, right? So, you know, we're definitely seeing more delamination issues, I think, across the four companies in the colder areas. And so we immediately went back, started trying to adjust the application at the factory. That took some time, two or three weeks for them to adjust. That kicked our supplies back. Uh, we got some tests back from that. And we noticed that uh, some of the other companies had a couple of new ones that didn't pass. You know, they, they were starting to necessarily, or not necessarily not pass, but they delaminated. And so we were like, okay, well, we need to make an adjustment here because we're not going to just stick this out at the same factory. If we can't get this process done right, we're going to check out some other factories. And that's what we did. And so legacy shifted, right? We made a big shift really quickly. No one knew about it. You know, we took the same application, same, um, materials the same design set up for legacy pro and we took it somewhere else at the same time and uh, we kind of recreated a different thermoforming process you know thermoforming has been around for a long time in different industries word on the street is it's been in our industry before in different applications but you know the way we were doing it with the foam and, and the carbon seal and everything um it just seemed like that was best technological advancement that we can make coming from what was out on the market and 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 with carbon fiber being real uh, popular that was where we wanted to be and so if the process is a, a really good process and it's a really good paddle if glue is the issue we ought to be able to fix it so we had to rechange or, or readdress rather the uh the way things were i guess set up you know because Say, for instance, if you you put all the pieces together and you glue it and then you heat it up, maybe the, the heat itself is breaking down some of the glue internally, right? And then as it's shipped out later, different elements are hitting the paddle. It's starting to um, now show because it's becoming de delaminated. Well, we felt like you could do the same process without doing it exactly that way, right? Um, before maybe the glue was all applied. And so we shifted it. And that caused us some delays. And, and, you know, of course, we went into emergency mode. People were still wanting the paddle. Uh, we thought about backing off and, and not continue to do pre-orders and, and, or back orders. And people were still blowing us up. We were getting emails after emails. Please let us, let us just put the order in. And I'm like, okay, so we'll just continue to do that. And we'll be very transparent. You know, I'm, I'm, I try to live by that myself. And so, um, obviously a double-edged sword you know reddit you know if you if you breathe wrong they'll tell you and so uh <laughs> yeah, so you know there's uh reddit subreddits out there that hey i ordered mine at 1 12 2023 at 10 52 p.m with 23 seconds to go you know what i mean and so i just got my paddle and somebody else is out there oh man you know i ordered mine on on, on three one at 12 you know whatever I, I'm, I'm waiting i'm waiting you know it's like i love it man it, it's such a great problem but it really breaks your heart because you want to be able to give people the paddle but at the same time i want to make sure they're happy with what they're getting right and i'd much rather people be upset with me for the delay and us give them discounts or um you know uh maybe you know like for instance, I just sent out a mass email. I don't know if you heard about it or not, but I gave everybody like four options that were coming from January and February orders. And it was like, you know, get a percentage off your your, your current paddle, right, order. Or get percentage off your next Legacy uh, Pro order or the Legacy Paddle order. Or off our, our tour bags that are about to come out, right? Or you can donate 10% and we'll donate 10% to uh, the Dementia Society of America, because not only with all that going on, my father's uh, started to develop some dementia himself and um, was walking down the street, headed to the gas station to see his little buddy at the gas station, fell in the middle of the road and uh, knocked himself out and uh, broke his wrist, shattered it. 
had to have emergency surgery. He's 69 years old. We weren't sure if he was going to make it through it, just the anesthesia alone. And uh, he stayed in the hospital for three weeks. He literally got out last night. And so, you know, that's just life. No excuses on, on delays or anything like that, but try to be very transparent and, and tell people that. And, um, you know, that's that's what we're about. Legacy, you know, we're all about family. You know, here we are with a family issue. <laughs> that is not causing any delays. You know, it's absolutely the uh, quality control that we're trying to in place. And uh, we have paddles in hand. We're scanning them. You know, uh, we hear that USAPA is um, looking at changing uh, the way they do some of the testing. So we're we're very much waiting to hear, you know, what they're planning on doing so that we can be abreast of it. We'd love to see more transparency in that part of the industry so that we could, um, you know, continue to make good paddles for people. But uh, we'll see how that plays out. I've gotten in contact with someone who's on the equipment side for USAPA and trying to get them on here. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Just create some transparency. Like you said, I'm a player too. Right. And so I don't like hearing about new testing and things like that through players, especially pro players. Hey, by the way, so-and-so at USAPA reached out and wanted to buy my paddle because they heard that might be delaminated, but that, that just seems, it seems not the right process, right? You know, I mean, if, if the paddle manufacturers are out there and we're paying to have these paddles tested, we're the ones driving the industry when it comes to the paddles. We want to put products out that there are fun to play with, safe for the game, good for the game, and continuing to bring the game into the, the 21st century, right? I mean, you know, we, 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 we want to, we want more transparency, you know, talk to us, tell us what's going on, you know, invite us in, you know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't keep us on the outside looking in and then let us know, Hey, by the way, you know, you got a panel that didn't pass, you know, don't, you know, that's not transparency. You know, that's, that's, that's the good old boy network. And listen, I'm from the South. So I know how the good old boy network works, right? Let us in, you know, this, this, yeah, I'm sure every paddle company owner out there, wants more transparency when it comes to that. Yeah, that's so true that you don't want like, why are rules and regulations and testing being heard? Like, why are we finding out about it through like professional players and why are the companies, the people who are manufacturing or like creating the products being the last ones to hear about? And there's certainly some like hierarchy in terms of like the prior, the priority and that's where things get like definitely muddy. And someone yeah. had called this out before about like no shade on duper and what that rating system has done, but they just thought it was weird that duper is a rating system for the same tournaments that they also have sponsored players. So they thought it was odd that like, why, why are some of the professional players sponsored by the very same rating system mm-hmm. that is being used in these tournaments? I've, I've never played a sport where an active player, an active pro player is also an owner in, in, in the tour that they're playing on or that, that, or they're, uh, have some stake in, um, the governing body, if you will. And so that's interesting, you know, that, that, that's definitely interesting. Right. And so, um, you know, and, and I think everyone's trying to do the best they can when it comes to navigating those waters as we continue to grow as an industry. Um, and, and I mean, wow, I mean, what MLP's done for the game, uh, you know, brought a ton of excitement. There's just so many things that are working in the right direction, uh, but transparency could definitely take it uh, a better turn for all of us. I mean, who doesn't want to know? what paddles pass, how they pass, what the numbers are. I'd be all for seeing everyone's numbers and our numbers being published. I mean, why is it not? Right. And so, um, you know, that, that seems to be the most fair thing. Why is there not a website that we could all see everybody's product and, and, and what, you know, they hit on. I mean, I don't think that gives any intellectual property away, right. Seeing what the deflection numbers are for the legacy as a stock paddle. Right. I mean, because what I do know is our paddle is 100 percent legal, was made to be 100 percent legal. It was actually made to 
to be better than the paddles that were illegal on the market currently that weren't being held accountable for illegal grit, you know, because I mean, you, you can literally feel some of the paddles on the market. It feels like sandpaper and you're like, come on, man, <laughs> you know, I mean, who, who's, who's holding these companies accountable. Right. And then, you know, you've got pro players calling us out and that's just like baffling. I'm, I'm looking at my phone and the number one player in the world is calling you out saying you don't respect the rules. That's absolutely asinine. I mean, that, I mean, man, you're the best player in the world, hands down. But he has no idea what he's talking about when it comes to legacy, not respecting the rules. That's exactly what we did and how we created our paddle was to respect the rules. Right. And that, and if you hear anybody touch a legacy, they go, man, that feel, that thing feels like it's smooth. Well, there's a reason. Right. We didn't push the grit over just to, to compete with pro players. We didn't do that. Right. We didn't rush out there to sponsor a bunch of pro players. You know, we're more about family. We're more about every player out there. The amateur players are just as important as the pro players. The rec players that don't know any pro players, they're more of them than anybody else, right? And so for us as a company, we want to make sure we're also meeting the needs of everybody out there. And the paddles that we are working on right now, they don't cater to the pros, right? They cater to the average Joe. And so, um, and we love the pros. I, I I love watching Ben play. I love watching him play. He's phenomenal. But, um, you know, he was way off base on that comment, you know, as far as respecting the rules. So, Yeah, it's definitely odd considering you guys haven't been approached by USAPA, uh, Carbon. I don't know why they keep getting, like, mentioned. I don't know why they're the scapegoat. Um, I I like Carbon. I like Garrett I, uh, based on what he's done. By yeah. making the mistake in the past and how he handled it, I was like, "This honestly, the best, uh, the best way he could have handled it." Just given you are a business, um, I agree with you. Like changes should definitely be transparent because the danger with keeping that from the companies and just really just everyone is at the end of the day, you're affecting the consumer. Without the consumer, there's no, there's none of this. So it's like you're hearing about. Oh, like the carbon paddle might be banned. Well, what about all the people that purchased the the paddle? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not really the company's fault if the company thinks that they're doing it within the right. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the right yeah, guidelines. I, I, yeah. I can tell you this, and I, I mean, I'm not going to speak for Garrett and the other companies, but I'll say this: uh, I believe that the intent, when it comes to the thermoforming paddles, was to make a better build, better quality paddle so that we didn't have warranty issues when it came to broken handles, broken edge guards, stuff like that. Okay. So at no point now, this has nothing to do with, you know, paddle gate 1.0 and the grit gate, right? Right. This has everything to do with the build of these paddles now. And not one of these four companies went into it at all thinking we're going to put a paddle out there that will eventually delaminate and it will give someone a competitive edge. That is absolutely false. And I don't care who the pro is that keeps saying it. I don't care how good they are. It doesn't matter who they are. They are absolutely wrong. That's not what we built it for. No one wants to deal with warranty issues, right? We actually were trying to avoid warranties by making the paddle the way we made it, right? So that's absolutely the opposite. Um, you know, and unfortunately, you know, it looks like there's some glue issues going on. And listen, delamination is not a new thing. It's been around for a long time. Almost every paddle I've ever had has delaminated at some point, right? It becomes dead. The people used to be like, oh, man, my graphite paddle. I don't understand. It's dead in the center. Yeah, it's starting to come loose from the glue, you know. It, it delaminates. You know, the problem is in the past, because the builds of the paddles weren't as good when they delaminated they got weaker right now there's so much tension on the edges that when it delaminates it becomes more springy it's very uncontrollable it's very you can hear it you know it's not a, a huge issue for any of the companies when it comes to the number of paddles in the market but uh you know it's it's definitely something that needs to be stomped out of the game i mean tournament directors there's been a rule for delamination for a long time all they've got to do is test the paddle you can squeeze a paddle and hear it crunch 
that thing is delaminated. It doesn't need to be able to play with in, in a tournament. And if they want to test every paddle beforehand, test away, right? We want we want pros that play with our paddle to play with a good paddle, not a paddle that's inconsistent, right? Because here's the thing. They might hit it harder, but they're going to spray it over there, you know, and over there because they can't control it, right? So unless they're in a hand battle, you know, they're, they're going to have a hard time controlling it. Now, people are going to take this and run with it. And they're going to go, oh, man, Legacy hits hard. It's delaminated. Come on, right? Let's 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 stop that narrative right now. The Legacy at stock was one of the most powerful paddles on the market, period. Okay, period. Yeah, Chris Olson, Olson made yeah. a video about period. that. And That's he was right. like, this hits period. like a truck. This was yeah. a month ago, and Will That's made right. one two yeah. months ago. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, and that's we didn't want another marshmallow. You know, quite frankly, there's a ton of marshmallows on the on the market. Some companies own all the marshmallows, right? We didn't want a marshmallow, right? We didn't want that. We'll leave them to have the marshmallow. If that's what control looks like, we'll leave it to them. Ours hits like a machine, you know, and, and we, we, I tend to call it a Ferrari, right? And so you can put a 16-year-old in a Ferrari and, and the 16-year-old can handle it if they drive it appropriately, right? But if they jump in that Ferrari and stomp the gas like they did in that Honda, they're going to have some trouble. And so that's kind of the way our paddle's built. You know, it's built for um, a person that understands grip pressure, you know, can squeeze to make it more powerful, loosen up to, to have more control. And, um, you know, you have to practice with it. You know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's, it's just built that way. And so I, I hope they get it all straight. I hope it's not any backhandedness, you know, between the tours and USAPA and, um, you know, I try not to get into the rumor mill stuff, but it's 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 lining up like it's very odd how it's lining up that certain players are coming out that have their names on paddles against the paddles that are out there that are making noise and are hot right now. And uh, maybe it's affecting their sales, right, and their pocket change. And, and, it's, and it's directly affecting their companies. And so I'll, I'll say this, and then I'm going to get off of it because I know I beat this horse. Um, I listen to these pros go, right, on social media. And I'm, I try to be very transparent. And I'll tell you, almost every pro that has come out and said something about these thermoforming paddles has ordered a Legacy Pro. Not only that, not only that, They've either texted me or called me and said, hey, man, this is probably one of the best paddles on the market, period. Don't tell my company. Right. And so I just I'm just waiting for the day. One of them just puts me on big time blast and I'm going to post that text. <laughs> you know, so I just, It's coming. You know who you are out there. So I'm just saying, you know, leave me alone. We're trying to do the right thing. <laughs> so Just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, always keep that proof. Always yeah, keep yeah, it. I got it. I got it. I'm just kidding. Now. <laughs> the transparency is huge, man. Um, it's, I guess I can only really equate it to pickleball because, or like talk about it in pickleball because I really don't follow much other yeah. things, yeah. but transparency is huge from a company. Like you don't see it in large companies. You don't see it from banks. You don't see it from corporations. Yeah. And there's, it, it like coincides with pickleball very well because pickleball has that community vibe it has that kind of like organic homegrown it has a family vibe the vamp the vibe same vibe that you're trying to um convey and there is something about seeing the ceo the founder responding whether it's reddit twitter sending emails out like that takes time yeah. Yeah. and yeah. it also it also like subjects you to risk in terms of like what you're saying mm -hmm. you haven't said anything bad but there are people like elon you know he's like very transparent mm -hmm. and he's said things that are very like off the rails yeah. but at the yeah. same time what you're getting is someone very transparent he's going to tell you what's on your mind yeah. instead of like all these other people who hide behind you know the, the screen and they never say anything they use someone else to make the announcements or yeah. you know yeah. talk on their behalf and i just want to say like as a consumer but also as a human being transparency is so important in this culture in this day and age that it's awesome that you do that um and i see it all over reddit you know like people are just like oh dude he's like responding in these uh posts and he's like commenting and he's like sending emails and 
they like copy and put paste the links to the or like the screenshots of the emails. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. You know, it's it's it's. Um, it, here's the thing, man. I think that we've got so many things that we want to accomplish as a company, and one of them is really good customer service. And you know, if you ask me or John what's most important for us in this game, it's family, right? And so I want to leave behind something that my kids can be proud of. And um, I've I've had plenty of missteps in my life, right? We all have. And, um, you know, it's a learning process. Everything is. And I know that if you are, if if doing the, one, one of my, one of the legacy athletes said this to me and it's so true. Um, her name's Jamie. And if she sees this, she's going probably how that I mentioned her, but, uh, she said doing the right thing is never wrong. And, uh, I agree. You know, I mean, I just feel like if you peel back all the layers of legacy, what you'll see is a company that believes in bringing attention to mental health awareness, you know, when it comes to pickleball. Uh, bring in attention to the benefits of playing pickleball and how good it is for you both mentally and physically. And that's important to me because I'm a single dad. So I've gone through things myself and uh, pickleball was both a detriment and a a savior, if you will. And um, man, it, it took a while to really dive into that and own it because there was a time where I was going through some things and I just, I felt like pickleball was probably the reason I was going through it. And, um, but at the same time, you know, pickleball turned it around for me. You know what I mean? Because when I didn't have that there, I had that family community in pickleball and, uh, they lifted me up. And so for me, you know, it's hard to talk about as a man, uh, about mental health, but that's important to, to me. And so for us as a company, that's, that's what we want to do. And in order to do that, you have to be honest with yourself and honest with other people. And so that's probably where the transparency comes from is, um, you know, just owning my mistakes, owning, owning the things that I'm accountable for and, and putting yourself out there. Because, listen, man, I, 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 every time I open my phone, I'm like, oh, man, you know, I, I have we have to get uh, back in stock. We have so many things that we want to do, you know, uh, people text me at late at night or I'll put my cell phone out there and people are like, man, don't, don't put your cell phone on Facebook. Are you crazy? And I'm like, you know, it's okay. You know, because I I had had conversations on Christmas Eve after the kids went to bed and I I had, you know, Santa Claus came and uh, people called talking about the paddle and man, to me, that's amazing. And I want to make sure I'm always available and answering the phones and, and John's the same way. And, you know, whether we're a $7 company or a $10 million company, we're still going to be the same two people. And um, for us, it's amazing because we've attracted a group of players that is just grassroots campaign to a T, you know, and they just gravitate to us and they're all good people. You know, our athletes are just all good people. And uh, we're so blessed to be around so many amazing people uh, that it's, you almost had to pinch yourself every day, the good and the bad, right? And uh, being on the forums and Reddit and you can't please everybody. That's probably the hardest thing I think of being transparent is disappointing some, you know, and I, I feel like I'm such a people pleaser in some ways, but at the same time, it's, you know, um, you have to stay true to your mission. And if that mission is one thing and, and people are dragging you in different ways, you have to stay focused on that path. And um, and that's 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 where we're at, you know, right now. So. Yeah. Even being a people pleaser is very exhausting and it's sure. yeah very. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's a definitely a weird battle. Yeah, yeah, too. And if you defend yourself, right, it makes you look defensive. You know, it's it's difficult because you, you're passionate about it, right? And so it's like somebody picking on your kids. You you jump out there and defend them, but you you, you some people take that different ways, and really, it's just passion. And and my company is all about those three kids and, and, and John's kids and and everybody's kids. I mean, you know, like the coolest thing for me 
wasn't that the Legacy Pro became like super popular, super quick. It was, man, those hundred Ellie Dickert Prodigy series paddles that we shipped out and I got pictures every hour, just boom, boom, boom on Christmas Eve of little girls smiling, loving life, loving the game. And it's like, man, I, it, if everything goes south from here, it'll all have been worth it, right? I mean, just because one, I was a man of my word and, and my daughter will always know that. Right. And then two, you know, we've, we've pushed the uh, quality of paddles. Right. So now we're talking about new tests, right. We're talking about, I mean, it's amazing, you know, the things that are now starting to happen because we're trying to push it in the right direction. And, and by no means are we trying to push it over the envelope, but again, just pushing it in the right direction. Right. And so, yeah, for us, that's, that's pretty cool just to be a part of that, you know? Yeah. The fact that they're like reconfiguring the testing. Yeah. You could think of it as like, some people could think of it as like a bad thing, but honestly, if we're talking about the advancement of the sport yeah. and yeah. all that, then it is good. Yeah. Obviously yeah. regulation is very tricky. It's kind of like if you equate it to like crypto, right? Like crypto, all these people are getting screwed over and there's all, like all these rug pulls. It's because regulation just can't keep up. Same with tech companies, um, like go big companies like Google, Apple, yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazon have like antitrust laws. So yeah. regulation is always going to be something very tricky to balance out and figure out. But we just hopefully, I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe it takes like getting paddle founders all at this like round table. That's how, that's how, that's how it should be, right? That's how it should be. You should bring the the heads of the companies in together, and and listen. It doesn't matter what the rules are, right? If the rule is R X is forty, then we're going to be under forty, right? If the rule is eighty, we're going to be under that. But let's set some clear rules, and let's hold everybody accountable for it, right? And let's have an even playing field when it comes to the rules, right? Just because my paddle hits harder doesn't mean it's bad for the game, right? Doesn't mean that it's illegal. It's not, right? And so if a paddle breaks, that's not the responsibility of um, necessarily the player or the company, right? It could be that it just broke, right? It could be that there's a flaw in manufacturing. It could be that, you know, maybe there is a company out there that's trying to, to do things the wrong way, right? Uh, th there's always that... Um, option of taking that path right but but if every company is held to the same standard and when you hear about and, and i'm going to just be as as real as it gets right now i have heard about illegal grit until i'm blue in the face i've played against the paddles i've felt the paddles i've seen the cut returns hit back at me you know i know it's there and the pro players know it's there right because here's the thing they're not only some of them playing with it they're asking me for it. Hey, send me the highest grit Legacy Pro. What? What? You know what I mean? So, like, people are talking out of both sides of their mouths. You know what I mean? They want transparency. They want it to be fair, but they also want what they want to give them a competitive advantage. You know, and it's so crazy seeing the backside of it as well. You know what I mean? And so when you hear people talk and take the higher moral ground, it's almost like, come on, man. You know, aren't you that same guy that asked for that high grit? You know, <laughs> you know, he, come on, man. You know, you know, like, oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, okay. All right. But, you know, at the end of the day, we all just want the same even playing field, set the rules, set the expectations, and then let us uh, let us um, go out there and make panels that, that fit in that. And we did that, right? So if they come out and they ban the Legacy Pro or they ban carbon or they ban – you know, any of the thermoforming paddles, um, man, what a mess. What a mess, right? Because we passed all the tests. Not only did we pass the test, we passed with flying colors, okay? So we have room to grow when it comes to grit or deflection. So if a paddle becomes broken, it should go in the trash, period. You should send it back to the company, let them send it back to the manufacturer, replace that paddle, and hopefully that company does right by everybody and fixes the process so that it doesn't continue to cycle, right? Because as we all know, some companies 
continue to put paddles out there that break at the handle over and over and over and over and over. I got buddies that are that, that, that play with these paddles. They've had 14 warranties for the same paddle. Come on, man. Fix it. Just fix the build. It's a it's a build issue, right? And so, you know, there's always going to be warranty issues with every company, and that's not new. There's always going to be delamination because we're dealing with glue, you know, and resins. Um, and hopefully, if anything, this will drive the paddle engineers to make a better paddle that doesn't depend necessarily on the glue. You know what I mean? And that's where we're headed. So we're hoping to put we're hoping yeah. to put the broken paddle, broken handle. Mm-hmm. I think we're on the same page as what, as far as like which paddle that yeah. is. I have a buddy who's gone through five already yeah. and keeps sending it back to this retailer yeah. that yeah. supplies yeah. the paddle and they just keep replacing yeah. it. And I'm just like, dude, when are you just going to move to another paddle? Yeah. Like you're only yeah. getting it because it's just what everyone else has to a degree yeah. as opposed to like what is best for you, which is something that, you know, Joey B was talking about, but um, that's frustrating, right? That's so frustrating as a player. And I, and I think I can say this because we're probably one of a handful of companies that's actually has players at a competitive level that own the company, you know, that's ridiculous, man. I don't want to have to constantly go back to the company and ask for a new paddle because it broke, you know? And so that's the absolute last thing I want to deal with as a player and a, a company owner, right? You want to build a product that doesn't do that, right? And so, I mean, we we will always do right by the customer. If there's an issue, you know, people can pick up the phone. They've got my cell phone. Listen, how, how many how many companies and people can say, look, and they're a small company. They're going to answer the phone. They got no employees. I'm still going to answer the phone when we're a $10 million company in two years. Call me. I'm going to answer the phone. Right. So, you know, um, it's just who we are and, and we care about people and we're going to do right by people. And, you know, we want people to come to legacy because of who we are and what we believe and what we stand for, not what we build. Not the paddle because it, look, if you come to Legacy Pro because it's the 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 best in spin right now, the next paddle that that beats it in spin, you're gonna run to it, right? That's not what we want. You know, we want loyalty. Um, you know, we want we want generational uh, loyalty. We want the, the the children. You know, we we want the whole family, man. You know, and that's 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 what we're striving for. Yeah, and it's interesting that you're saying this because these are all things that someone else or another company cannot imitate. You can imitate a paddle, you can imitate a product, but you can't imitate who someone is down yeah. to the core. You can try and imitate like how they talk, how they dress, how they look, but you can't imitate like the authenticity, authenticity, the transparency, the genuine like care for wanting to foster like more community family. And that's also, I think something that's so powerful about not just what you're doing, but a, a lot of other companies that, and people who strive to do that is that if, at the end of the day builds a following. Yeah. Like you look at someone like Mr. Beast, that kid is just genuinely a good person. And at one point he asked, he made a post to all his followers and he was just like, after he put out his chocolate bars, he told people like, Hey, if you happen to be in Walmart and the shelves of the chocolate bars are all messed up, do you mind, you know, just tidying it up for me? The next like next couple hours just post after post after post people are just showing before and after photos he didn't ask for anything and he just like because he cultivated this following of just being a genuinely like good guy he's always trying to put it like put others first and these people like yeah they they just cultivated this like amazing following where people are just willing to do something for this person like how many corporations can speak to that so i think that's you know, like very interesting. Um, what what's next for Legacy? You have mentioned the tour bags, and yeah. you know, elaborate on that if you. Yeah, if so you... we we've got uh, a Legacy Pro S model that uh, we're shipping off to USAPA to uh, uh, get approved. It's a square version of the Legacy Pro with a shorter handle, five inch handle. Uh, we've got a recreational paddle that we feel like we're gonna break the industry on. That's uh, coming out before too long. Um, you know, we're really striving to be in the recreational industry, right? We, we, we are definitely going to be in every facet of pickleball. So we're going to have pros, 
you know, that's common. Uh, we're, we're not in a rush there, right? We're, we, we don't have to go that route, but it's, it's something we want to do. We want to, we want to support the tours. We want to support USAPA, uh, and nationals. And we want to be a part of, of, of building MLP and, and making a big difference in the game. But we also don't want to forget where we came from. So, you know, I play at the YMCA in, in Montgomery, Alabama, indoor all the time. Now, not so much, you know, but but it was maybe three three days a week. And, you know, I play pickleball because a 72-year-old hit me in the chest with a ball right off the bat. And I was like, man, can you do that? And he was like, heck, yeah, you can do that. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm in it now. And so uh, – you know, I was questioning myself as an athlete. So, um, you know, I want to make sure that Legacy is the social media company in pickleball, right? And and I'm we're way off, but man, it's so fun for me to post pictures of people winning medals, post pictures of people that are out there just doing clinics, that are just hanging out with their dog and the paddles there. You know, I mean. We're going to do so much when it comes to our blog. Uh, we call it the reset. It's uh, uh, about mental health. And, uh, you know, it's about players. And they don't have to be legacy players. They could play with whatever paddle. You know, we don't care. You know, we're going to tell your story. And if you're you're brave enough to tell your story, we want to tell it for you. You know, and we want to help that. And so um, we're, we're, we're headed in the direction of making that a big staple of legacy and who we are. And uh, we're going to do some exciting things coming up with some super juniors that are going to be pretty dope, you know, and, you know, and and I'll tell you a little snippet. Um, There's plenty of companies out there that that, man, they do an amazing job of picking off all the pros. Right. And sponsoring every one of them, you know, and and they can. They got the funds. Right. They've been around. they've, They've got the money. Well, we believe in juniors and we know that the future of pickleball is these uh, little, little studs and studettes coming. And uh, we're very much going to go and sponsor a lot of them. Right. And we're going to have fun with it. We're going to have big to do's on social media. So-and-so five-year-old sponsored. We, we're, we're, and, and listen, if anybody's watching this and steals my idea, shame on you, but uh, we're, we're definitely going to be, we're definitely going to be, um, uh, making some some cool commercials uh, with Super Juniors and making a big to-do out of it, kind of like high school recruiting, if you will. And so we're going to have some fun with it. And uh, that's the beauty of our game. And uh, we, I'm, I promise you when that rec paddle comes out, you know, people are going to talk about legacy as much as they're talking about us now. And uh, we're going we're gonna to make some noise. We're, we're not trying to get rich off of anybody. But uh, we're definitely uh, want to make paddles that are affordable and that are good for the family and uh, excited about the athletes that we have and, and, and the things that they're going to be out there doing. Uh, we have an, a, a tremendous ambassador program. I mean, I don't think there's another ambassador program out there that is quite like ours. And um, we're just doing things different, you know, and so um you know, you asked me about the built different thing and, and, and the um, where did bet on yourself come from? And, you know, growing up, um, you know, there were there were trials in my life. I lost my little brother when I was 15 and, uh, you know, he was and he was something, you know, he played every sport. Kid was just a genius. He was artistic. He, he was just salt of the earth. Right. And, um, I knew that growing up that it, in order to succeed, you had to look in the mirror and not, not let the things that beat you down in the world, um, and the valleys that you've gone through, keep you in that valley. You had to, uh, you had to put your money on yourself. You had to look in the mirror and you had to bet on what you saw and you had to believe in yourself because, what I know is if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. And um, legacy is very much that. And so that's one of our mottos is bet on yourself. Because, listen, you know what you're capable of. You just got to reach inside and grab it, right? And don't let anybody in the world tell you different. Because there will always be haters. The big dogs are coming after us right now. They're 
slapping us with this and slapping us with that. But listen, at the end of the day, it's not going to matter because legacy will still be here 10 years from now. Right. And, and, and I'll tell you the exact reason why it's because I look in the mirror every day and I bet on myself because I know that nobody's going to take it from me. You, you better be something else if you're going to take it from me. And so, um, you know, that's, that's where we're at. And, and every one of our athletes, man, they, they, they are the same, you know, and, and, and our following, you know, the people that believe in us and, and, and see our paddles and our passion, they're the same. And I mean, look, man, that 72 year old that has never played in a tournament that plays with a legacy paddle. When I walk in, man, it almost takes me in tears every time I see it because one day I'm going to walk in and he's not going to be there. Right. And man, for this amount of time, you know, legacy made something, you know, and, and made a difference. And that dude made a difference to me. And that, that's, that's just how it's going to be. And we're going to keep pushing and uh, we're not giving up. And uh, look, even if, <clears throat> even if things change with the legacy pro and, and, and the industry changes, we're going to adapt, right? Cause we're here for the players not to, to make money or to build the, the best paddle on the planet or the most expensive. We're, we're here for the players. And, and that's what we're all about is listening to the players and what the players want and uh, getting that feedback and, you know, and, and we're working on some bags and stuff that, that players have really asked for. And, you know, that, that's, that's kind of where we're headed. And man, forgive me for being a little emotional, but man, it's tough when you, <clears throat> when you, when you believe in something so much, um, you know, I'm betting the rest of my life on this, right? I'm betting the happiness of my kids and my kids' kids on how hard I work right now. And so, um, and if you are the type of player that believes in companies like that, then, then take a chance on us because I promise you one thing, you'll never not be able to pick up the phone and call me and I won't call you back. Right. So, yeah, for sure, man. Really sorry to hear about your brother. Oh, uh, I know where he's at. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm sure he's very proud of you and I lost my dad when I was 25 dying in like a climbing accident and it's i feel you man it's a shame that something so motivating and powerful has to come at such a high cost and such a high price um and i can also tell that you have a coaching background which i just want to say man coaches i think that's a prop i think that's something missing from society today is a lot of kids that are more going to like their screens as opposed to being under the tutelage of a coach is that these coaches bring something very special and different out of many individuals and make them feel like they're capable of something. And you don't have a lot of people like that in today's yeah. society now. Um, but, and you honestly ended this on a perfect note. I don't have uh, any more, any more things to say. You awesome. covered everything and just want to say, thank you, man. Uh, thank you for being transparent. Thank you for just being, aside from a business owner, just the person that you are, like your father, your son, your just a overall honest human being, which is something that isn't easy to come by and not as common as one might hope. Well, I appreciate that. And I'm sorry to hear about your dad. And man, what, what I know is where we're all headed is the right direction. Right. And, um, uh, if there's anything I can ever do for you or, or anybody else out there watching this, man, please pick up the phone and call me because um, for us, it's, it's, it's as important as helping everyone build their brand and, and their identity and who they are and helping them succeed because indirectly that'll help us succeed. And, uh, you know, we're all about servant leadership and, and putting others first. And, uh, and that's just who we are. So, so. For sure. Uh, what's the best place for people to find more information about yeah, Legacy? Yeah, so you can check our website out at LegacyPickleball.com or you can check us out on Instagram at Legacy Pickle or uh, Twitter, Legacy Pickleball or um, Facebook, Legacy Pickle. Um, I, we're even on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok, we're on TikTok at Legacy Pickle. So we're uh, we're learning. I'm, I'm learning on Reddit, Discord. I'm, I'm, I'm old, but I'm learning. So, uh, you know, forgive me if... <laughs> 
I'm out there and, and we cross paths and I, I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I'm out there. So uh, I will always be out there. And, uh, you know, I'm a player first, right? So, um. Yeah. Any uh, last question, actually, because I feel like you're going to have something good to say here is uh, any advice you would have for someone who has successfully created a business in pickleball? Yeah. You know, um, I, I will. I would say this. Um, it doesn't take much to do a lot, right? And, and if you wake up every day with good intentions and you believe in yourself and you don't let the outside influences bring you down, you're going to be successful. And there's so many good people in this industry that even if you don't know which path you want to run or where you want to run, there's people out there that'll help you and they'll help you for free. And I'm one of them. And so uh, if you're interested in getting in the paddle game, you know, call me, I'll help you. You know, we, um, we don't shy away from competition, right? And, and we'd love for to see other people be successful and do things for our community and, and our industry. And uh, man, what an exciting time to be in pickleball at the front end of this thing. Listen, when, when this is in the Olympics, we're all gonna look back and go, wow, you know, we were, we were at the front of it. And so what a blessing. Uh, and keep doing what you're doing. So awesome seeing. Um, and I'm such a fan. I love watching your stuff. And uh, um, and I, I love watching uh, Chris Olson and uh, those guys do their thing and so many good podcasts out there. So it's it's awesome. And, we, and listen, from, from, from us to you and, and me as a player to you all, uh, thanks for what you all do. Because, um, you know, you are definitely a driving force behind the industry and um, motivation. Because, you know, without you all, you know, it would be hard to get the word out there and, and, and really show and share what we all enjoy, you know, uh, getting up every day for. So, so thank you. Yeah. Thanks yeah. again, Chris. Really yeah, appreciate absolutely. it. Thanks for having me, bud. Good to talk to you. Likewise.